thank you for joining the Global Premier Football Show. We're here live again to talk about football, the English Premier League. It was a fantastic weekend of football that ended with a Monday night football between Manchester United and Liverpool. But before we get to the Man United-Liverpool game, we're going to talk about what happened in the other games. Uh, there were a lot of surprises. There were a lot of unexpected results. Um, you know, this badge that I'm wearing here, you know, I know Liverpool fans, Tottenham fans, all will be laughing at us, but it is what it is, right? I, I just can't, I don't know how I feel, but uh, I will be gracious to talk about Chelsea today. And uh, well, let's dive into it. Um, joined with me on the show again is my brother from Guadalajara, Mexico, Victor Cole. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show once again, brother. Thank you for having me. So uh, let, let's get into the, this uh, particular uh, weekend. This is week three of uh, the Premier League, uh, 38 weeks. So we've played three weeks and um, 35 to go. And it's looking funny. The table is looking very, very funny. Unexpected uh, uh, standings on the table. But, you know, we, we look at Tottenham starting the weekend's uh, games with one goal, you know, winning against uh, Wolves. It was a very tough game for, for Spurs. I, I watched a bit of that game before I went out to, you know, to coach uh, Saturday here in Canada. You know, it's funny that we live in different time zones and you, you're fighting hard to watch the Premier League that is played in a different time zone, right? So, but uh, as beat as it may, um, I was able to catch a, a glimpse of the game. And uh, Wolves came short by losing to Tottenham. And uh, I think with that win, Tottenham went top of the league, which was just a temporary, you know, uh, top of the league position until Arsenal came back to grab their position. It's like Arsenal is looking good. Anyway, before we get to the Gunners, um, Crystal Palace, you know, thumped Aston Villa again with 3-1. Zaha doing his Zaha things. I think Zaha is more of a mature player right now than, you know, what he used to be, you know, let's say three, four, five seasons ago, even after he came to light from Man United, right? And um, he's a Crystal Palace legend, I would say. And uh, Everton, Nottingham Forest, 1-1. It's not yet going very well for Everton at the moment. They have not really... Uh, kicked in, you know, I hope it goes well for them for the sake of their coach, Frank Lampard, um, just because he was an ex-Chelsea player and a Chelsea legend. Fulham, what a game, Fulham and Brentford. That's a London derby, right? And um, uh, Fulham, Fulham is, is really putting up a good fight. They are really putting up a good fight in the league. They don't want to go down. I think... Uh, Maybe changing the manager, you know, the last time they went down helped. I don't know. But also, I think uh, they play a different approach right now. They were fearless against Liverpool, right? And Liverpool was lucky to get a draw against them. And now they, they, they've also were able to play and stand against the physical aspect of uh, Brentford's football. Yeah. I, I, I thought Brentford was going to win the game. But you know, I saw London derbies, huh? 
right? Um, you must fight to the very end, right? And uh, yeah, Leicester, Southampton. Does Southampton change your mind? I remember what you said about them. Um, I still, I still, I still maintain um, they will, they, they, they will be relegated. That's that's still what I feel. Um, I mean, sometimes we we might not anticipate, you know, certain result, and I think it's just one of these games. Maybe they they wanted it more. But we should also keep in mind that Leicester are a team. They probably don't don't know the expectation for the season. So they, I, I was still, I'll put them in the category of um, Everton right now. It looks like they are not, you know, fully prepared. Even though they are established Premier League side, mm -hmm. I think they, they they are still finding balance, you know, within the team itself. So many yeah. players are expected to leave or wants to leave. And I'm just largely, particularly about Leicester, I am disappointed. Rogers knew that their goalkeeper was likely to leave. Yet there's no replacement, like, like a false team goalkeeper. I know word mm -hmm. is a uh, it's been on loan a few, you know, was previously yeah. at, at Liverpool, I believe it was on loan before he joined them. But I don't think it's ready for Premier League challenge. I mean, it's it, it's okay if we compare him to Ramsdale, you know, being in championship to, you know, but Ramsdale had Premier League experiences before he went down to the championship. I, I just think Ward wasn't ready to step into Schumacher's gloves. And I, I think they should have prepared for that. Suleiman's has one year left on his contract. He wants to leave the club. I think from what I understand, they have now received an incredible offer for him. However, it should have been sourcing for replacement. I was saying to someone the other day, Wings, are the Wings is still at Spurs. It's frozen out of the team right now. You could bring that guy in, mm -hmm. right? You could bring Wings into Leicester City. He's going to play well. Navas, Kilo Navas at PSG. If you offer that man a decent wages, he's going to join. And if, yeah, I, at, I, at, <laughs> at a very cheaper price too. And then I never while, thought about him. Yeah, and then why are we starting? Why are you starting 35 years old, Verdi? when you have Dhaka and Iheanacho on the bench. For me, all of those things. And why are you holding on to Fofana? You drop Fofana for that game because his head wasn't in the match, right? Just strike a deal with Chelsea, get this across the line, ask Chelsea to loan you Chalaba for the rest of the season, just like Brighton did. Get Chalaba, sell Fofana, let's move on. It's just a guy that is holding on, making decisions, and your team is not playing well. So mm -hmm. for me, I think performance of the team is is probably down to the way the manager himself is handling yeah. it. What is Vestiga doing on the bench? And Amate, Amate is starting. How <laughs> bad could be? How bad will uh, is Vestiga and this guy Soyuncu? Soyuncu was on the bench. So you're benching perhaps maybe the finest player in Turkey right now. You know, you're benching that guy for Amate, who is not a defender. I mean, just imagine all of his signings during the last season, they have been absolute mess. 
and you have Madison attracting Newcastle's offers. Telemans, maybe Arsenal will come to, for him towards the end of the window. We don't know. The goalkeeper is gone. Your striker, they have those shambles. What are you doing? Make a decision. Ayose Perez, what is he doing at Leicester? Ask him to find a new club. Ismail Assar is still at Watford. You're telling me that if you put in a bid of 25 million for Saar, Watford is not going to sell? That's a boy with Premier League experience. You, are you as a parent you find a new club? Bring in Saar. Let's move on. You, I'll, there are some I'll, get you, players. I'll, I'll get you, I'll get you Brent, uh, Brendan Rogers' number after this show. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's complete madness that is holding on to players. Some of them, they're not good enough. Some of them, mm -hmm. they do... That, that do not want to be in the team. Let them go. Move them on. I do not think Ismail Asa is not an upgrade on Ayesha Perez. And I do not think getting Kepa in is, is a bad idea. I mean, it is a fantastic idea. Get him in. Number one goalkeeper. Move on. And Vardy had to go. I mean, put Vardy on the bench. He's 75 years old. He just signed an extension. Yeah, which is ridiculous in itself. I mean, he, he his goals, I mean, his numbers are, are what's what's making them. You I know, get it. I get it. Do we sell this? No, they are not selling him. They're just giving him an extension. So, but why? Statistics that says why is that? Birdie, I, I don't in, care who says why is once Verde starts in the head of Ian Nacho and Daka will actually have the speed to cope with the tempo because I think. A team in Premier League that does not have enough firepower to attack, especially with pace, mm -hmm. you will suffer. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's let let's let's uh, move on a little bit. I know uh, uh, Southampton is trying to prove you wrong, and Joari uh, <laughs> Boys in Southampton, you know the Nigerian international from Rangers. Uh, uh, it's not bad, you know. It's it's nice to have uh, your country. They, they have a the decent younger, um, I mean, decent number of uh, young players, and yeah. I think uh, they'll probably take time to, you know, pro may probably gel together as September. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see as the season progresses. Okay, let's move on to the last game of Saturday. You know, uh, on Saturday was Bournemouth against uh, Arsenal. Um. I mean, I expected Arsenal to win the game. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting any any form of challenge from Bournemouth, and I think Bournemouth will be relegated. Uh, I think so. I I I see their lineup. I uh, I mean, no offense, but I guess no recognized. There's no there's no recognized, you know. Player for me in, in Bournemouth's lineup against Arsenal. You have no respect for Sri Lanka. Yeah, come on, man. You keep... <laughs> I have respect for Sri Lanka, but he couldn't drive in Chelsea. Went to Liverpool, could not. Went to Bournemouth, went down with them, came back up. You know, I mean, it's not he's not Mitrovic. So, what, what do you expect? Is he scoring goals for them? Has he scored this season? I think they will go down too. I mean, I think they, they, they were number one team I picked to go down. Um, Aston was just too, they, they were just too powerful. Um, I love the fluidity of Aston's attack. It's, uh, it, it's something to... It's quick and fluid. Yeah. That's what, it's, you, what you... I think Ateta may finally found exactly what he was looking for 
in terms of the way the attack moves. You know, yes. Isus, Martin, uh, Martinelli, the way they move around. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still impressed by Saliba. Um, is every game he kept getting better. And I think if, if they can all stay fit, it's weird that White is playing right back. It is. Uh, it is He's weird, a center back. But it looks to be working. It works. I, I mean, it's like in Brighton when you have these six foot players playing right back, you know, Bonds that went to went to Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, he's he's he played uh, there last season, playing the left yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. He, I know. So you're like, wow, tall players like that. You know, we never believe that. I mean, normally or traditionally, tall players are playing playing the centre back positions, right? Shorter f- defenders play as fullbacks, right on left. But there's been a change in there's been a twist. You know, a Brighton having these tall tall players playing as their fullbacks. But anyway, I mean. Arsenal has been very impressive, you know. Um, three wins in three. Sorry, yeah, three and three. They are the only team in the league that has won three and three. Uh, and uh, I, I'm sure that's a lot of confidence for them. But we still um, don't have them for top four, right, do we? Personally, I don't have them for top four. I, I don't have Arsenal in top four. I, I told you last season they were not going to end in top four, and they did not. Last season, they did not play in Europe. Tottenham played in Europe last season. And they still ended up in top four. Arsenal will be playing in the Europa League this season. And we'll find out how far they will go. Once they play Thursday night and they come back and play Sunday and they maybe get an FA Cup in the main or, or League Cup in the midweek. midweek and then go again. So we'll see the depth of their squad. I think they also have depth from those players that have come in from the bench. I think they have depth, but it is the sustainability of that. And also, it's a World Cup year. So, I don't know how many players in Arsenal will be going to the World Cup. Uh, I think uh, just uh, Jesus. Yeah, just very, very few. So, that could also help them uh, staying out of injury, you know. Um, they should Actually, I think they should be planning for that. Because, you know, one of their challenges last season, after the international break, they, they had three losses. On the bounce, uh, I believe Crystal Palace, Brighton, all defeated them before yeah. they go down win against Chelsea and went on to win three games in a row. And yeah. then their neighbor came by, Spurs, and Spurs <laughs> killed them before Newcastle finished them off. So it's they need to watch out for that. Season. Once there's a break yeah. in Arsenal, there's always a problem somehow. Yes, yep, 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 yep. Anyway. Um, all the best to Ateta and whatever he's doing with the team. It's it's. Um, there's no there's no chance I'm watching them lock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now you, you you just said if I lacked respect for Solanke, <laughs> where's the respect for Ateta? I mean, as a coach, I wish him all the best, but that doesn't mean that he's going to you know that he's just going to win the league. You know, it, it's looking beautiful and rosy for them right it but is. at the end at the end of the day you know once we start getting to december again you know play through and it's funny looking at the way this the 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 the, the season is going to run there'll be a break for the world cup and then they will come back and they'll still have to play the, the christmas you know frenzy games and then uh into the new year so we'll, we'll see how all that plays for them um 
but I, I like the way they have played there. They are full of energy, both from the back, both in the middle. You know, I think Patty and Xhaka uh, have hit up a good, you know, partnership in the in the middle, you know, as a number six and eight in the four, two, three, one formation. Odegaard, you know, always in the box, you know, the goal he scored, he, he was right in the box. You know, it's not, you know, it's not like those that would drift away. And, uh, you know, anyway, they are all in for it. So, wish them the best wherever they are going to finish. But now you know that they will not finish top four. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, Sunday. What happened on Sunday? It was drama. First game of the... The first two games of the Sunday scheduled were uh, Chelsea playing uh, Leeds United and then West Ham playing Brighton. Now we went to Elan Road and Brighton visited the London Stadium at you know at West Ham. Um, let's talk about West Ham. I, I, honestly, I think they've been a disappointment uh, for me. You know, from what I know of them and how they, they play, they have very good players. They have very, very good players. But I think Brighton plays much more better football than West Ham. It's not even I think it's it's obvious. What do you what what, what do you make out of the, the Sunday games? Let, yeah. before we go to Chelsea, let's talk about West Yeah, Ham. I I didn't see the game actually, but um, you know, like we always say, um Grand Potter's um uh, as a proper coach and he's got um this uh his team playing the, almost the same way week in week out mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it pays off sometimes it doesn't yeah. I, I think the biggest challenge for for uh west ham is um antonio i think uh he's um how do i put it probably he's um his ability to destroy backline is kind of fading away, you know, to some extent. Mm -hmm. And I and uh, getting Skamaka to you know get you know um, into the team quickly, understand the way the team plays in Premier League. They're trying to ease him into the team now. I think that mm -hmm. they they had the um, I think it was a Conference League um, playoff mm -hmm. midweek. Yep. Yeah, and I think. Skamaka scored. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, that was his first goal for the team. So I yeah. think West Ham will be fine as the season progresses. Uh, they actually secured a signing of uh, Emerson from Chelsea, 13 million plus two million add-on. So we should we should have his medical any moment from now. And because oh, wow. they the loan, I believe they loan this boy um, Masuaku to a Turkish team. So mm -hmm. they need a cover for. Creswell, uh, and then I mean, I think don't, the don't tell me, don't tell me, Emerson is going there as a backup. He, he, no, 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 no. Creswell is a decent, decent player. It's going to take more than just your Emerson from Chelsea Champions League winner. You're into the team. He's going to have to fight for his place. Hmm. Yeah, but, but I mean, for, for me, I think it's a decent option for them. Yeah, for thirteen million pounds for what is still. So I think as the season progresses. The world, you know, I mean, we expect them to push now for, you know, Europa League again, because mm -hmm. I think they did well when they, you know, got to Europa League quarterfinal, I believe. 
or semifinals. Yeah, they got to the, I think, semifinals. Semifinals, yeah. They, 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 they lost to Frankfurt, who went on to win. Yes. So I think uh, as time goes on, they should be okay. Maybe a few players here and there. And they should be fine. But Brighton, we, we I mean, I, I wasn't thinking they would lose a game. I was hoping maybe for a draw. And mm-hmm. But so far, that's, um, I believe that's two wins and three for Brighton so far. Yeah, that's why they, I think they are. They, they, the they've had four. a great start, yeah. And the top four. Yeah. <laughs> Brighton top four. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well. I'm looking at the stats here for the for the West Ham uh, Brighton game, uh, and it shows. I mean, um, it was a 50-50, you know, percent or you know, balance in ball possession, and uh, West Ham had more shots on goal, uh, had more shots on target. Um, but at the end of the day, you still wonder what really happened. Trust that. Trossard is a is a key player because of the way he plays. So Trossard yeah. is is this guy that has maybe is the freest player in the squad, and mm-hmm. he can move anywhere. He can drop deep. He can go forward. He's got the pace. He's got the passes. He knows how to find you know his his teammate. Yeah, I think he's an amazing player for them. I would not be shocked if a team try to prize him away towards the end of this. This week, I would not be shocked if there's a news of a club beating, um, beating for Trussa, but we'll see. I, but I yeah. think it's a vital, vital member of Brighton's team. He is. He is. I, I think they have the, the, their coach is so good that the team gels. You know, I mean, they they all play proper football. You can't just pick one player, honestly, not just on the trusted. You see the Argentine midfielder they have, uh, McAllister, you know, English name, but Argentine. <laughs> <laughs> so you look at, at him, I think he, and also Pascal Gross is also another, another good player that, you know, that they have there. And then- And Caicedo. Yeah, and then Caicedo. So, so these guys, um, they also play with energy. They are fluid in movement of the ball. You know, I remember last season, we, we, we struggled against them. We couldn't beat them in both legs. It was difficult for us to, to beat Brighton. And, you know, I think we, we tied the games and Brighton was a team that's like, okay, we'll bring by Brighton and we will get closer to, you know, Finishing, you know, in top four early as possible, or even in the third position, but we couldn't. We couldn't finish off games, you know, and you you wonder why. And I, I think it's because of the way they play, and also because they have a very good coach too, and they were playing a three-five-one-one formation, you know. So at the end, I mean. Individual performances also come out, coupled with team play, right? And they got the best of Western, unfortunately. But, but as you said, and they also got this new player from uh, Villarreal, Hervis Estupinian. Oh, I the left back. It, yeah, 
that would be the plan for Kukureya, right? STPA yes. is um yes. he's a very aggressive player too. He is. Yeah. I watched I didn't know, I didn't know that. Euro, Europa League last year was the Champions League. It was Champions League. It was in Villarreal. Yeah, right? Villarreal. Yeah, he played. Uh, he was. Wow, that's a, that's a massive. Uh, I mean, again, this is what we're talking about. When a team like Brighton go for Caicedo, went for Kukureya, and they probably quadrupled their their money. You know, mm-hmm. within a, within a space of one season, sold him for over sixty million. And the same thing with Caicedo. I believe they said Caicedo was actually on the radar of Manchester United before. Mm. But again, when you're coming from a smaller club, the big clubs do not want to take the race because they don't know how you will behave at a top yes. level. And everything comes into play. You know, the, the player's character, who is he, what does he do, how does he behave. Yeah, so if they don't have uh, enough intel or confidence that you will gel quickly and behave yourself, they don't want to go for you. But then a smaller team goes for those players. And within a season, that's 50, 60 million. It's, yeah. it's crazy, but that's football world for you. Exactly. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's um, let's see where they will end up. They're top four right now. Uh, they're actually not top four. They are fifth on the table. Uh, they've won two, drawn one, seven points. Uh, so, wow. They're yet to lose. They're yet to lose. Yeah, all in the same page, on the same page with Man City, rubbing shoulders with Man City. You know, you got two draws and two wins and one draw, and oh, we got two wins and one draw, right? Leeds United, the same thing. Ah, same that's thing with Leeds, yeah. <laughs> Okay, now we go to the main thing, right? <laughs> the one that makes your heart bleed. Can we skip it? <laughs> <laughs> Not today. We're not skipping it. We are not skipping it today. So, you... <laughs> so, what happened to Chelsea? Honestly. Everything. Everything. Everything happened. Everything that you could, you could imagine happened. Mm. Um, I would just say this. Um, quick, uh, just a few observations. Before, yeah. the, before the back pass that led to that home goal, yeah, that, that, that was a conversation. It was not. Like it's not our own goal. It was a first goal from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, before that back pass, there yeah. was a like an e-tech conversation between James and Thiago Silva. I have no. I don't know what they were talking about, but they were arguing before that happened. And then Gallagher got the ball a few seconds later. Pass to Silva. Silva to Mendy. Now. I want to believe that it is your idea as coaches instructing goalkeepers to play out from the back. Because I cannot in my life think Mendy shouldn't have cleared the ball. It doesn't make any sense, right? When you receive a back pass, you're already probably shadow around you see where you want to pull the ball before you receive it, right? Mm-hmm. And now if you don't have an option, don't take more than one touch, right? Stop it if you want to control it, and then kick it to Troy. It doesn't kill you. It doesn't. It doesn't make you look rubbish. It doesn't make you look like a bad goalkeeper. You mm-hmm. cannot play out for, from the back if you don't think you can do it. It's not a guy as good with a ball at, at his feet. Yeah. And this is not the first time. This is not a second time. Mm-hmm. Some people might be saying, "Oh, drop in for Kepper," but 
what I don't want to do, yeah, but there, there has been there has been some you know people saying, oh, drop him for Kepper. What you 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 might do that for an outfield player, but I do not know what I would do to to the confidence of, of a goalkeeper if it drop Mendy. Yes, if so, if you, if you drop Mendy because of a you know is him not not playing properly, then we we might have a massive problem. So Absolutely. I think we still have to stick to uh, with, with him. What I would say, if, if I were Tuko, except Tuko, if, I'm not sure if Tuko's will give it the instructions or you have mm -hmm. to play from the back. Otherwise, if I'm Tuko, I'll tell them, whoever passed the ball to Mendy, 10,000 pounds fine. <laughs> I, I don't, seriously. I don't, because we, you cannot gift goals in the Premier League. We were okay. We were not taking our chances, but we were okay before the goal. Oh, the moment goodness. that goal happened, the entire stadium rose and the momentum shifted and that killed that killed us so again I, I think that's for me that's that's a bad thing to do you we are not playing well but we could probably grind that result one zero at the end of the day maybe mm -hmm. two one but letting them have that gift kill the morale of the team and also destroy, I mean, I mean, whatever you 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 are thinking, even the manager, like, oh, not again. Not again. So for me, so, Mandy needs to fix that aspect of his life. Otherwise, yes. there'll be so I mean, he's negotiating a new contract now. What would Tobol is say? You're asking me for 100 k a week, because I think Mandy's about maybe 50 grand a week. It's probably one of the lowest paid players. What? Yeah, because of how they got him, you know, it was a cheap buy. Wow. So, he's, because it's not a Champions wow. League winner, it's negotiating a new contract. Actually, wow. it's, it's demanding for, you know, reasonable amount of money, and that conversation is on the sideline. But if you're asking me for 100, 120 grand a week, and you make that mistake, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to stall the, the conversation for a new contract for now. Mm -hmm. Because I have Kepa, on 175 grand and no one is going to take him on loan because they cannot afford it wow right so okay. he, i don't know but i'm pissed off i i, I mean that hold, game, hold on hold on I hold on it. hold on hold on let me let me tell you something yes we we tell the as coaches we we want to play good football right and that's why we tell goalkeepers to play out from the back it's a it's just be it's it's just a synchronization a, a that's why some coaches do go for play for goalkeepers who can really play from the bar because of their playing style because of the coaches playing style um and, and chelsea has always wanted to play the right way you know and um it has taken us time to get to this point peter check never played out from the back you know uh the only player that we came out trying to play out from the back actually was when uh it was when Mauricio Sarri came, right? And then we had Kepa, right? And then we started trying that. I think that was the first time we started trying to implement that in a full scale. Uh, prior to uh, to Mauricio Sarri coming, we had uh, Conte. We never played out from the back. But the thing is this, when you play out from the back, it's because also the center for what you have and not those who are like Didier Drogba and Diego Costa. So you have no option. You play the long ball, the centre-backs will win it, and they'll come back to you again. 
So a player from the back, we are able to keep possession of the ball and we progressively move but with the ball. But not when you're under pressure. Now, I am telling, okay, now I agree with you. I, I'm not going to excuse Mendy from that error because that was a primary school error from a, a world-class goalkeeper like him because Mendy has turned into a world-class It's world not the first goalkeeper. time. It's not the first time. It's like, okay, another player that I can bring into the picture is Alison. Alison sometimes makes some mistakes like, what? The most expensive goalkeeper at, at one point, right? So, but the thing before is Before Kepper, yeah. Before Kepper, yes. Before Kepper came in. Now, when he made, he should know better. I was, I was, I was reading, uh, you know, um, Tuchel's reaction after the game, you know, when, when they asked him about, uh, you know, um, about the mistake and about the goalkeeper, you know, it's like, I don't need to tell him about it because he knows he should know better. And I'm going to explain something on the technique that he, he tried to do, you know, to execute at the time he made that mistake. So Aronson already jumped. So the moment Aronson jumped, it was for him to take the torch and push the ball forward. That's dribbling. If you want to dribble, don't dribble and stay in the same place. He dribbled and stayed in the same place. Ball stuck to his feet. I tell young players, outfield players, if you dribble someone, move into the next space. If you stay there, you will lose the ball because the person is going to come back. No one wants to be fooled twice. So Aronson jumped, then he didn't move the ball under him because the moment he jumped, he still had the time to move the ball forward and then play the ball or clay. But what happened? The ball stuck to his feet. Yeah. Aronson came down from the jump, took the ball from him and scored. Now, we are asking, why is this happening? Why did he do that? You know, I, I mean, it comes back again to our players not being able to complete a task and focusing on the game. What exactly is needed from him at that time? There was no pressure when he received it. No, there was not. But afterwards came the pressure. And that is where it really hurts. Because if he was under pressure, he would have played it once. So that is that overconfidence that can sometimes set him when a team has so much possession of the ball that people start losing focus. And that is what the last person you want to lose focus in a game is your goalkeeper. So that's what happened. But moving forward, goal number one. In the space of four minutes, goal number two came. Can you explain that? I mean, what... what, what... Well, um... See, we we have to also consider that Tuco, in my opinion, is making mm -hmm. some tactical errors. I'm not sure how tall Rodrigo is, but I know that for that guy to have scored such error mm -hmm. next to James... Yeah. It was it was just pathetic. Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing I'll say 
it was a poor marking. Yep. But, but overall, the job we're asking James to do, maybe is not what he wants to do, mm -hmm. right? I understand the 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 need for the manager to you know shake things up and move things around, but if yep. James cannot, you know, man Mac and Rodrigo, right? Yes. In a set pace, what are we doing? What are we doing? So it wasn't just poor in defense, mm -hmm. it was also bad in attack because of his position. Yep. To get the best out of James, he's got to play a right wing back. That's where he plays. That's mm -hmm. how we shined. The moment we we brought in Aspilicueta and we moved him to right wing back, he had a shot on target. He was busting forward. So yep. why does the manager limit the ability of the player to attack? And stuck him in defense. And before I asked, the, I asked the same question. Yes. And then we are playing Ruben. Ruben has been around for a while. It's been a few loans. I know Ruben is um maybe versatile player, could play a few positions. However, it doesn't do any position, it doesn't play well consistently, even for two games in a row. That has been his problem. The problem of Ruben is to be able to repeat the same performance from last game and again this week and then the following week. That's what makes you play for a top club. So I don't get the idea of putting Chalaba on the bench, putting Aspie on the bench and playing James as a right center back. I'm going to tell you why he did that. Does it make sense? It is not what he should have done. I am... Um in agreement with you that that was a selection mistake in, in terms of the first 11 that were on the pitch to start that game. Ruben had a good game against Spurs. And that's why he played him against Leeds. But other than that, tactically, I, I will agree with everything that you've said. James is not pleased. We want to score goals. We want to create chances. We're playing in a back three. We need our wing backs to take on players and sending crosses. Let's not then, when they're sending the crosses, then we can do what? See something to talk about for the strikers or forwards who are not finishing it. PSG are playing the same formation, 3-4-3 three, three, right now. Yeah. And you could see Mendes and Akimi the way to supply those front three players. I know we do not have the same dynamic three, but you can compare you can compare James with Akimi, and you can yes. compare Mendes with Correa, right? I agree. Those those guys have the same ability to deliver to attack the opposition's goal with their skills. Why do you limit James? to be a right center back. And I know people talk about, even myself, I question the formation sometimes, like, mm -hmm. well, why don't we switch to a back four? But then you watch the way PSG plays with Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe in attack. Uh, this guy's, uh, what's this guy's name, the Italian guy? 
Verratti. Verratti in the midfield with the new boy, Vitino. Actually, Vitino was one time at Wolves on loan, I believe. Yeah. Have them both in the midfield and the way they are, they are playing with you Ramos know. and... and Marquez at the back. It's it's just amazing. I mean, three four three can work, but you have to put the right players in those positions. Yes, that's basically what how it will be efficient for any team. Now, my problem with this game, which we played against uh, Leeds, was just the personnel in those positions. As you just mentioned, Rhys James should be playing wing back, week in week out. We can have Chaloba, we can have Aspie on the bench, and you're playing Rhys James. For what purpose? For him to send in 50, 60 yard passes or what? What's the purpose? I don't see any purpose in James playing, I said, right centre back for Chelsea at any given time. At any given time. Whether we have a red card or whether we have, uh, you know, at any given time, there's no need for James to be playing as a right centre back. Secondly, there's no need for Loftus-Cheek to be on the wing-back position at any given time. We need a physical presence in the midfield. So if he's going to fight for a place in the team, he's got to be in central midfield. He has to be fighting for his position in central midfield because he has the physical presence. That is one thing I like about Loftus-Cheek because he's got the physical presence. He's got, he can, he's got the skills to dribble. He can shake off the uh, markers or, or, or opposition. He is the only one that is physically present or that has the physical presence in Chelsea's midfield of all the midfielders we have. All the rest. I was talking to a friend yesterday and I said to him, this is what we're lacking, okay? One, we don't have distributors in this formation. We don't have distribu distributors, rather, Midfielders that can distribute the ball. Look at Mount. Look at Jorginho. Look at Gallagher. They are not distributors. They cannot hit 40, 50 yard passes at any time. They are all ball carrying midfielders. All our midfielders are all ball carrying. Kovacic is a ball carrying midfielder. Jorginho ball carries and makes small, small five yard passes. That's it. Um, Gallagher is a ball carrying midfielder. They just dribble. Uh, Golo Kante. Is the only holding midfielder, the only number six in the team. And the entire but when, team. But when he goes up, he's a ball carrying midfielder. No one hits passes. On that note. Like yeah. says Fabregas. So that's, that's the problem we're having with our midfielders. And that is why I think that a three, a back three will not work for Chelsea this season. Why I'm saying this is this. Remember when we won the league with Antonio Conte playing back three, the type of players we had. There's no Victor Moses on the right. There's no Fabregas in the middle and there's no Diego Costa up front. Chasing, tearing down, intimidating defenders, bullying them, making them feel little. Can you tell me that, do you think Van Dijk can match with the energy that Diego Costa brings? at Diego Costa's peak at Chelsea when we won the league? I don't think so. Fair so point. what should we do? We have a holding midfielder, we have a number six. What, what we also forget is that Golo Kante has been going, has been box to box for almost how many years now? 2016 with Leicester till date, that's six years. 
right? Yeah. And he's a human being running up and down, up and down every single game. The only midfielder that does that in the entire world. That's why I told you I'm upset. I am. Because that's not even what killed, you know, whatever. If, if the manager understands that we have a problem, why is the problem not being addressed? Okay, for example, we've got Kovacic was a robust, you know, ball carrier um, mm -hmm. in, the, in the team. Yeah. You have Kante. Both of the, those two guys, they mm -hmm. have had injury issues, you know, over a season now. They're, you know, yeah. in today, they're out tomorrow, okay? Jorginho mm -hmm. and Kante, they've got a year left on their deals. Yeah. So those are our, our three top senior midfielders. Yeah. And two of them, two of them are how was on, on the sick bed. Mm -hmm. Now for the manager to then say after the game that the midfield is not an area is looking into and to justify playing Gallagher in the midfield because he think is the closest player to Kante. For me, that is ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense. Now, we've tried this midfield, remember, in preseason. Mm -hmm. We tried this midfield against Aston. Now, what happened in the first half? 2-0. What happened in the first half of this game? 2-0. It's not, it's not because Gallagher is not a good player, but Gallagher in a double pivot in the midfield is terrible next to Jorginho. It is. Jorginho <laughs> is a guy that needs you to actually to do the work for him. Yeah, you have to support him. You have to do the work I, for him. I, I, I agree. It doesn't work you. for you. And Gallagher doesn't know you. how to close down those spaces. So our Miffy was entirely open for leads. It was. It was. It was. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, if we, with all this, my, my friend told me yesterday, we only have, we, we all have number eights in the team. We don't have, we only have one number six, and that is N'Golo. The rest are number eight. And then we have two number tens that are also playing out of position. Out of position. Mount and Kai, they're number tens, playing out of position. Why haven't we switched to a formation that should be able to accommodate these players? Even if you want to play with a false number nine, then you only have a proper number ten that can be able to also fit the false number nine. Now, even ZH can play in the number 10. That's another topic. But we're talking about Kai and Mount, who have been the mainstay of this team for these first three games of the season. Now, another thing is that physically, we're not able to compete. Do you know that Leeds ran 10 kilometers more than the entire Chelsea team? Ten kilometers more. They wanted it more. They wanted the game. Wait. They were ready for it. Oh my goodness! When when I saw the stats, ten kilometers more than Chelsea. That tells you that we we are dragging, which means we cannot compete against Arsenal. We cannot compete against these teams that are running and everything. So it comes back again. We, if we are to do well, we're gonna scrap this back three. With the midfielders we have, we don't have midfielders to play back three because we don't have midfielders to 
to defend the back. I don't think we should scrap it. What, what I'm thinking is this. Chelsea's problem is sensible transfers. Now, keep in mind that this man has, yeah, has yet to bring in his own midfield player. You know, his, his uh, signings were the players we've seen so far this season. Because as far as I'm concerned, Lukaku is not a signing. So this is the first time he's trying to work something out with Chelsea. Sensible transfer for Chelsea will be Ruben Neves. If you have... Okay. A, yes, if you, if you, because I think getting a striker... We've tried different strikers over the years. If we don't have a Lampard or a Fabregas, they will suffer. And that's what we've seen. Mm -hmm. And when we, have, when we have strikers with Lampard or Fabregas in the team, they did well. When strikers that we bought without those guys suffered, right? Mm -hmm. Because those guys have a certain quality that a striker yeah. demands. And when you can feed a beast, it's more likely to deliver, right? Mm -hmm. The same thing will happen to Aubameyang if you don't have someone to supply him. Because I, as I understand, the deal for Aubameyang is closed. So a sensible yeah, transfer I mean, for but, Chelsea but, but, would be Ruben not, Neves. Not to cut you off. Not to cut you off. We're not, we're not going to... Wolves is not going to give us Ruben Neves. You know that for sure. Why not? We, we, of course, they want to compete. They want to compete. They will it doesn't not give matter. Us, they if I'm talking only today... If, if I'm Tabole today, if, if, is that, but the problem is Suko. If I'm Tabole today, because the, the, the agent is the same agent as Ronaldo, and Tabole has had a meeting with them a few times, I'll mm -hmm. get on the phone and make the thing happen. It will happen. Mendes will find Wolverhampton another player. I can assure you from the Portuguese thing, it will. Because yeah. Ruben Neves will hand more money. He's going to, you know, the, uh, the agent's going to get some commission. They will make the thing happen. 40, 40, 45 million, 50 will do it. You need a okay. Ruben Neves in that midfield. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, we need players that can play. Look, look at Jorginho. Can you look at your right on the right to the right of your screen? Okay. Yes, he's got accurate in passes. We don't take that from him. That is like uh, short five-yard passes and all of that. Uh, but look at his, his long balls. Nothing. Shots on target. Nothing. Just nothing. Just, just zero, 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 zero. Long balls, which in this formation, you should be able to get players that play long-range passes. We don't have that. That's for Jorginho, right? Or oh, look, look at Gallagher. I mean, you, if you, even if you look at Gallagher's hit map, he did more work than Jorginho. He did more work than Jorginho. Remember, during the preseason, I told you, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it was you, but I was saying, the moment Ingolo Kante comes back to that, into that friendly against Udinese, mm -hmm. our problems will disappear. I know you told me that. Yeah. Our problem will disappear. You, and the same thing happens. That. The problem yeah. will disappear because there is Kante. And everybody forgets the fact that we need... So maybe they were thinking of Declan Rice right now. And Declan Rice is not going to move this season. Maybe they're waiting for him. But you can now wait for Rice and destroy. Because previously, we were thinking Declan Rice would probably go to Manchester United, you know. But mm -hmm. since they got Casemiro now, I don't yeah. think that's, a, that's an open chapter. So yeah. the only next destination for Rice will remain Chelsea. Maybe United already understand that position, but not mm -hmm. this season. But we can now wait for Declan Rice to come back home and destroy this entire team. You can still play Declan no. Rice. 
There's Milinkovic Savage out there. You can bring oh. him in. You can we... bring in Neves. You can all those those guys because you need players. Again, look at the midfield of PSG. Two small players, but what it do with the ball makes it very easy for the team. They they. That's why I said this. Those PSG. Uh, you know, midfielders can pass the ball. They can pass the ball. Yeah. Our midfielders cannot cannot they cannot pass the ball. Yes. We only do ball carrying. We dribble, dribble, we lose the ball, we start defending. We dribble, dribble, lose the ball, start defending. We get into shooting positions. No one shoots anymore. No one rebounds. No one they just like pass the ball to the When Fabregas is on the ball, <sighs> when Fabregas is on the ball, Diego Costa is already running to pace. He's already space. making his run. Yeah, because he knows wherever I am, this pass will find me. I think I think we we just we just need to we, we, I think we just need to for the meantime because let's say for example personally what I'm kind of doing here is I'll switch this formation I'll switch this formation I play back four I play back four play two holding midfield play number six and a number eight switch to four two three one that's what I would do because that is when you have someone who is constantly protecting the back four. And then the number eight pushes the ball. And we have the number 10, and we have the number 11, and we have the number seven, and we have a number nine. So even at this point that we don't have a proper number nine, we can see play with a force nine. Now, if I look at our attack, look at this guy here, Kai Havertz here. Here. 6.3 rating. Absolutely. Shambles. Sterling, same thing. 6.4 rating. And it's like, what? I told you, Kai Havertz, he's good. <laughs> People like try to make a lot of excuses for this kid. You know, oh, he came, he was he came from, he just came from the neighborhood Germany. Argentines and, and Brazilians move all the way, all the way from another continent into another new country and they are firing and they are playing. Now, I don't want to take away the mental stress that a player goes through when he moves and relocates. But you've had one full season, almost two full seasons, and yet still, his level of play, his part, he, he's, he's got two he, full seasons. He, he, two full seasons. That is yeah. two years away from his contract, you know. And his level of play, his speed, his intensity, his just, I don't know, man. Honestly, I'm not, a fan, I'm not his fan at the moment because of the way he plays. The physical involvement in the game is nowhere. I said it before, the last two episodes. We counter-attack, it breaks down on Kai Havers. Sterling is the one making more runs than these guys in the, in the upfront. The only thing with Sterling is that he must, he needs to like finish a little bit more, shoot a little bit earlier. He takes too many touches. Dribbles, dribbles, half another touch, takes another touch, and then goes wide. How do you miss a man get a 7.1 rating? I, I, I mean... Maybe it was when he dropped into the middle because there was a time we we switched formation, right? And then he dropped into the middle. Messi man get away with criticism all the time. I'll say this. He does. We, we have to we have to <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, one of the things I said is with with Mount, I know he can score goals himself, but I want Messi Mount to increase the key passes. Right, like that's, that's the thing. 
I am giving you a goal. Be the guy that supplies the attack. Make it happen. Make those strikers want you. May them look for you. May them scream your name all the time. May them look into your eye, you know, for the assist. You yep. should be that guy. I know is 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 okay. I mean, is probably more efficient dropping down into space compared to Kai Havert. But believe me, I think it's it's the right time to drop one of them now. We have we have to drop one of them. We have now, to drop one we, of them. We blame Kai Havert all the time, and I understand because his, his performance, especially against Everton, was terrible the first game of the season. But mm-hmm. This boy is also playing force now. He's not a striker. Yeah, play now, we, that's why we, I said switch formation then. Switch formation okay. and play them in their right, but in their right if position. If we do this, if we have an actual striker that plays with Sterling at the top and let Albert just be that guy behind them, drop missing mount to the bench. And in the midfield, we find someone that can actually pin a pass. Before that, brother, before that, let's make do with what we have. That's what I'm saying. This transfer window has how many days left? What we have, we have Ampadu who could have played as a defensive midfield player. I know this is funny, but Ampadu is a very experienced player. Believe me, he is. He has had experience. We have Billy Guma that doesn't have a squad number. What uh, has Billy done so wrong? His loan spell <laughs> at Norwich was bad, but Billy is not a bad player. He's so not. Maybe he has to why go to can where he Billy can get team, replace Jorginho? If Jorginho is, what does Jorginho do that Billy would do bad? Please, I don't even. I don't even want to go there. I don't even. I mean, Billy my boy Billy, they just they just threw Billy out in the cold. Yeah, he should go on loan, man. He should go on loan. Uh, he should go on loan and get more experience. I'm just saying, I, I think, why is the manager not giving Chalobah, Hampadu, Billy Gilmore a chance to see what they can do? The, the thing is this. In the back three we're playing right now, I think the only place those guys will be able to have their time and sports to play is in a 4-2-3-1 formation. Chelsea is full of midfielders everywhere. Everywhere. Look at how many midfielders we have. To make matter worse. To make matter worse, we signed Chukwemeka, right? We are going to maybe, maybe sign Gordon, right? And that's another midfielder. That's okay. Now, we are, are also we linked with Zaniolo. Where are you going to play those players? That's not exactly what you need. Switch formation. Get off the back three. Why is he getting them? Play, play back for Aspie and uh, Aspie and uh, and and James, battling it out for the right back. No, I don't think we can play. There's not, there's not, I'm not conversing with back for this. We cannot play Why? back four without a defensive midfielder that can drop him between the two defenders. That's what I mean. So you get, you get one. Ampadi is a defensive midfielder. You okay, but Ampadi is not a team. He's not. Chaloba can also play in the defensive okay, midfield. Okay, he didn't play Chaloba. Chaloba okay. was on the bench. Kante comes back, Kante plays in his defensive midfield role and will not have to be going up and down like he used to do whenever we play in the back three because that's what he has been doing for the past since when he joined Georgino Chelsea. When does Jojino play once he do that? If you play, then Jojino can play number eight. 
Oh, you can't a... move, can't move. You know that guy can't. He's a snail. No, but that is the thing. If if you play if you play a one four three a one four two three one formation, you have a number six that will cover the number eight all the time. So even if Jojo is not performing, then the number six will not have to travel too far. But me, he will be there. Once you move Jojo away from that sitting role, is a shit. Is a shit player. Don't oh, move then, it. Then we'll, because we'll, Jorginho then, cannot then. play with, with space. He likes to be in a tight, you know, you know, tight midfield area because that's that's how he shines more, right? He gets the ball, he looks around, tap it to the left, call for the ball, tap it to the left, tap it to the right. The moment Jorginho has space, he doesn't know what to do with the ball. Then he will be able to. He will be, he will be able to get. He would. He would see. I mean, he can. He can whatever we want to do or, 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 or let's even if he's not played then get him out put someone that's else. what i'm saying but we, we remember the last episode we had together ask you what does Jorginho bring to this team because Jorginho is like this he's like a quarterback in american football you've got to protect yeah. him but it doesn't do enough to warrant their protection from the other members of the team it's not like if you protect him it's going to pin a pass into the box mm-hmm. right protecting your junior to do a sideways pass is a waste of time so again what i'm saying is this we might drop in golo Kante, you know into that hole if you want to play back for so every mm-hmm. time our wing backs go out and the center backs open because if you watch a game of leads roca which uh the the, the manager has, has, has known for a long time yeah he drops in every time he drops that's in. That's what holding that's what holding midfielders do. Okay. That's their and, job. And then Tyler Adams was literally man marking uh Mount. Right? So those their center backs are, are marking Sterling and Kai Havertz. The 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 holding midfielder step back into the into the space and Tyler Adams was technically following mount around so every time we come into the attack we have no option what i'm saying is this for us to be able to play back for the only guy that can do the job of the holding role still remain kante kante is a 30 year old guy who is injury prone what are we doing to address the situation that that is what i'm saying you know remember these are all midfielders that you can. I believe that players are giving specific instructions on what to do. Kante, if Kante is injured, you can play another person there. We have Who's that person. Who's you that can person? play. You can you, you can even play. Uh, what's he called? You can even play uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek in the number six. He just <sighs> have to sit there. I mean, because of his physical presence, he can win the ball. Win the ball. Bro, it. if I haven't told you before, Ruben is shit. I don't believe that. He, he, he is shit. Uh, uh, no. No. He's I a don't guy, believe that. He's a guy of multiple talent that doesn't even know his own best position. I don't believe that Ruben is that, that player you're talking about. I don't believe that. A guy that cannot put in two performances back to back will drop into the hole. He's a shit player. I, I don't believe that, bro. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's, that he is again, that bad. Again, it's, it's been a problem. And he it's is not- a central midfielder. Remember, in that as the game went on, we dropped, we, we switched formation. I think he dropped into the middle because we were being overpowered in the middle. We were being outrun in the middle. Why did he substitute a Jorginho? 
ask him. He will tell you he's tired. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is this. For an immediate, before we get all the other players that we're talking about. We have one week. In, we know. need to get Fofana from Leicester before we play them if, this weekend. If, if because we are... Koulibaly is out. Yes, he's out. Then you play Chaloba. You play, you play, you play Chaloba and then you play, you play Aspi. Two of them should be on the game sheet that day. Now, Simple what it's going to do, if... he, he's going to play Cucurella as left, as, as left centre-back and start with Chihuahua. You'll well, see. Because it, we don't have it. a left, we, we, we don't have a left-footed defender. So what he's going to do for Koulibaly's role is going to move in Cucurella because that was the idea anyways. Then why don't you play a back four, maybe. How many teams are playing? Actually, I I was telling to my I was talking to my friend and I said to him, "Listen, I have watched um, Tuchel's games in PSG. He didn't play back three in PSG. Borussia Dortmund. He didn't play back three. Why is he playing back three in Chelsea? I think it's because back three had brought us the last time we won the league was with a back three." Because we suffered on a Lampard playing back four. No. What, when we won... That's the why league, I did previously. it. Mourinho, did Mourinho play back three? No, we did not. But did Ancelotti play back three? We Mourinho never played had, back three. We, we had a central defensive midfield on the team. When so, Tuko arrived... That's one then. Okay. When Tuko arrived, we didn't have one anymore technically because Kante has been pushed forward since Harry came. And yeah. Jorginho is that guy. And when you look at Jorginho, if Jorginho is going to be your only guy, you have to think twice. Lampard did the same. He put Jorginho in the hole and moved Kante forward. So when Tuchel started whatever the problem had been at Chelsea, while they struggled under Sarri in the league, while they did the same thing with Lampard, you have to understand that the profile of player you have you need to be able to make everyone safe. You so what it did was... Two, you play two, two central midfielders and again, play number 10. Again, it's, it's an obvious problem because he saw it. That's why he went to back five. So if it's a problem and Tuko himself wishes to play back four, then he will have bought a central defender first before buying two defenders. Oh, or he will have bought a central midfielder first, rather, before buying two defenders. Again, you have to I understand... Mean, we're going to... We will Kukurela suffer coming into the team, but it's never going to change. Why do you say whether with, whether whether with Fofana or whosoever, if we if that midfield is not resolved, if we don't switch to a back four with two, I mean, I say playing four two three one. Oh, that is my that's cannot, that's my bro, that's the formation that I'm bro, suggesting. That it's not gonna play. it's it's not gonna happen because if he wants back four, then you already have Aspilicueta and Fofana. Uh, sorry, yeah, and uh, Chichaloba. If you yeah. have those two, then there's no need for you to play back, back, back five, right? Because he already have substitute. Then we also had Cowell before we sent him on loan. Yeah. So he, he doesn't value all those guys you were talking about, and he doesn't trust them enough to play him back four. I mean, if, if you don't want to play, if you want to play back four, why, why would you sign Kukuraya? I mean, because Alonso was on his way out and he no, can never... No, but he also trust. had Emerson. I, I, Emerson, maybe he doesn't trust him. Okay, he it, it also have uh, Madsen. Yeah, Madsen on loan at Burnley. Oh, yeah, he doesn't trust him too. 
That's what I'm saying. So how many play? It doesn't talk, trust three left backs. <laughs> no, I mean the quality of them, the quality of those left backs. They are nowhere near what Chiwell offers. What about Cowell that is sending long? Okay, they are nowhere anything Chiwell offers. They are not anywhere. So you need to pro, You need to have quality in all your, even your first choice and your second choice must be of top quality. They must be of top quality. Look at look at Real Madrid for example. Now, has has Rudiger walked into the team to displace uh, any of the centre backs? No. So going to play a rotation. Oh, he's, he's still working. Exactly. So what I'm saying is that if you switch to a back four, what happens? You have a number six that will always be here to provide options here. You will always have the number six available. You will always have him. He will have to be here. He don't have to go all the way up. He doesn't have to travel all the way up like he used to do before. Go all the way up. No, just sit here. Just sit here. Let this one, two, three, four, five. Do handle the job. If this guy but is again, going to overlap, we, we are going back to the same. But we are going back to the same argument. What was that player that will sit? Kante will be Kante sits there and he will have less work to do than just going up and down all the way here, where and here. That's what happens. Okay, but Kante is not going to be fit the entire season. That's the point. That's the problem we have. No, what I'm saying is, well, you know, what you're not getting is this. If Kante comes back, you play him in a deep role. When? Six, Kante come back there. in six weeks. Yes. he. So we're going to keep losing games for the next no, six weeks? No, that's not what I'm saying. You can... Now, there's, there, there's a different thing, okay, that you play a back three, right? And these two are always up and down. And these two are the only ones having to do the job here. And sometimes you expect them to go up. You play a back four, okay? Whosoever this can be. This can be any of the midfielders that you get specific tasks. Your job is to sit here, win the ball, coming back here, dropping here, when we are defending on the sides and try to do a provide coverage here, what happens? Number eight drops in here. Number 10 drops in here. Number, number 11 drops in here to support. What are we doing here? We're still defending with five and we're still defending with four in the middle. And then our number nine drops in here. That's what I'm saying. Now, when we are attacking, number nine is here. He's here going up. Number seven comes in here, which is his position, okay? And the 10 push-ups here. And then we have we, we, we have the eight here, we have the six here. And that's it. We have we have these two in the middle roaming here. One always providing option, does not have to travel all the way up here to do that. And then you have the 11, 10, and seven. That is, look at us, what is Arsenal playing? Okay. Why are they fluid? Okay. Yes, they have party who is a six, or they have Xhaka who is an who is an eight. So, but again, the the I, I think the point you're missing is this: you change the system right now, and the only player qualifying now to play in that deep role is Kante. Kante will cannot play five games in a row. It's not going to happen. No, With, if you manage him properly, he can. He if cannot he, he, because no, his injury has been persistent. I, I, again, we we assume. The problem at Chelsea right now is we put this guy has been carrying almost every midfield except, except Cover. Cover can, can move around. But aside that, if you so play... Drop, 
at that AC, we have also have another option in the number eight. So remove remove our Jorginho. Let Jorginho come from the bench when he can, and when he wants to work hard, he then he will play. And what I'm saying, what I needed to understand is that what I'm trying to explain is that we, if you play, let's say Kante comes back, right? He he recovers. Meanwhile, we wait for him to recover. We have multiple midfielders that he can assign. Let's that say can play that position. Give me two players say, that they want to play in the hole. Let's say put Ruben Loftus-Cheek there. No, hold on. He is not a traditional six, but you tell a player, "This is what I want you to do: win the ball, play to the eight, or play to the ten. Simple. I'm going to ask you a simple question. I'm going yes. to ask you a simple question right now. Go ahead. If your manager Chelsea, and you take over. And you want to play back for, and there is no Ingolo Kante in your team. Will you be in the market for a defensive midfield player? Yes or no? Yes, I will. Okay, so whatever you're saying right now, the moment that guy that you assigned that position, which is Kante, is the only guy that can do that job to perfection. The moment that guy is injured, which will happen, it would disrupt the entire system. No. What are the other midfielders doing in the team? We don't. Did Chaloba play in the midfield last season? He actually played on when when it was on loan at at France. Okay. Before, before he joined the team, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. Don't Again, you think he can he can do the job? The job does not demand him to option, dribble up. Every option is a makeshift. That's not what they do. So the, again, we go back to the point. Do we need? a central midfielder that can play box to box or do we need a central defensive midfield player right now I and the answer we, is yes we need a defensive midfielder the answer is yes so why and, are we why are we why are we going to change formation to back four only to use makeshift players in that holding role if Kante is injured which will happen maybe Kante's in okay i understand where you're going to and I think we have dwelt a long, we've, dwelt, we've had enough time on this Chelsea stuff. And, but what I'm trying to say is this. When you provide players, okay, we talked about Ruben being a jack of all trade and master of none. You mentioned that. And I told you that I love Ruben. No, Ruben is a shit player. I, because, of the, he, he, because he's physically strong, that's number one. Number two, he can win the ball back. And he, but but what, what I want you to understand is that a number six does not have to go box to box. A number six will just... Casemiro, how many times do you see him going box if to box? If you don't go box to box, at least you have to be a Suchek. If you're not strong enough no, How many times protect, does Casemiro go back box to box? None... He, hold on, hold on. None of those players, you, Jorginho, Ruben, um, Trevor can protect the back line. The main job of that guy is to make sure he protects his defenders. You're asking us, you're asking the manager to do a makeshift, you know, formation. I'm not, a, I'm not no, telling it's not, to do it. Again, anyway. it's not, not going to work. I mean, you, bro. It will you, work. Hey, With coach, all the midfielders, we, you we, cannot, 
You cannot convince me otherwise. No, 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 no. no. It's not going to happen. What I'm, not, we need, I'm not trying to convince you. I, I, I'm telling you my own opinion. I, I ask you if, we, if you will buy a player if there's no content in the team. And the, your answer was yes. Which means every other player you're trying to fit into that position, that's not their job. I understand. You can coach a player into playing a certain position, doing a certain role. But then again, you want someone that will line up with a team week in, week, week out, and 100% fit. So Fabino, they, you know why you know why he's not being fit. You know why he's he's getting injured and getting back and getting in because he still keeps doing the same job. Because he's getting back older. He's getting no, older. He's a no. guy that plays he's with his energy. It, it's yeah, not going to last forever. Yeah, exactly. But he's going up and down, up and down, up and down. All the game. If it's in Syria, maybe it's easier for him. this. Is Premier League? His life will never get easier. Yeah, but but the thing is this: if he was just sitting in playing in this role here, his job is not to carry the ball up here. His not his job is not to run back again and win it back. There's two different things, and that would give Ngolo Kante much life, a, a much more longer life in playing football. Is that what his if age I will now. get a new contract anyways with Jorginho. I mean, if it's on if it's on the treatment bed, it's is unlikely to get because we, we have five to six weeks out, and before he's match fit, match ready, we're talking two months. The World Cup is in November. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense right now oh, if if Tuko is not scratching his head. I'm not I'm not going to have this player for almost two months, and you're not scratching your head right anyway, now. Anyway, let's let's let's, let's 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 move on. Um, uh, yeah, that's all for Chelsea. And I know that you 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 pissed off with with the results, but that that's enough of Chelsea. I, I think uh, whether I was able to communicate sense into you or not, we've all had, <laughs> we're looking forward to less than next. We need uh, a next we, we need a replacement for Angolo Kante. We have to do it now, this season, not next season. I don't know if we can be if we'll be able to do that now. I don't know. I don't know. We have but, the money. Which, and yeah, whatever. Um, City and Liverpool, what, I, what is happening? Uh, well, City are where they want to be, although not top, but where they want to be. Liverpool, it's obvious, right? It is obvious. They, they, I think they have about 12 senior players, and you know that their engine room, you, we've got Fabinho, Thiago, uh, Navigator, all of those guys are the treatment bed. Uh, Why didn't Fabinho not start today's game? He, he, he wasn't fully fit, and the manager doesn't want to risk him because he has to manage them because he doesn't know when the rest will be back. Okay. So if you don't know when Thiago Silva will be back, Navigator, I don't know what's going on with that guy. And you have to start a 36-year-old 30, Milner with Anderson yeah, no. in the midfield with Elliot. It was a, the midfield was a mess, and United all overran them. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, so that's their problem. And I'm not sure if it's going to go into the market right now, but Liverpool, that's what I'm trying to say about Conte. Liverpool needs that player that can play in week in, week out. They've had the same injury problem with Thiago since he joined them. Yeah, and to make matter worse, their, their top striker was recorded for a, a stupid, stupid thing, just like Koulibaly did, pulling, pulling player twice. You see, if, if, if you had, if you had, a, a number six, no matter who it is, I don't believe that Koulibaly would have done that because he does it be... in Syria huh, every time. Oh my. 
It doesn't. It's not ah. the same thing. It's the anyway. way. It's the way it plays. It uses physicality to scare off players, which is normal for a defender like him. But what I'm saying is this: no matter what, either you have a six or you have 25 sixes around you, you shouldn't have committed the same offense the second time around. Oh my! Anyway. To wrap this up, let's look at the next fixtures. Uh, we've passed uh, the time that I wanted us to be on this show, but you know what football does, emotions rise, more things to talk about, and we can stay here till tomorrow and we've not finished because I know we can continue arguing about Chelsea and what to do and what not to do. Anyway, Tuko has got all the money right now. If he doesn't use it well, he's going to end up like Lampard. Anyway. <laughs> Next weekend, what are your predictions? I hate this weekend because my fantasy is messed up, but anyway, let's not go into fantasy right now. Next weekend, Southampton plays Man United, Brentford, Everton, Brighton, Leeds, Chelsea, Leicester, Liverpool, Bournemouth, City Palace, Arsenal, Fulham. I mean, but... I'll be honest with you, it's very difficult to predict games now. And we, we've had the first uh, three weeks. It's been, it's been miss and eat, actually, my, my, my predictions. I didn't expect United to win today. But then again, we can, we can say maybe Liverpool was not up, up to it. And that allowed United to, to capitalize. Yeah. Um, with their performance today, of course, you expect them to win against Southampton. Mm-hmm. But um, that that also depends on the lineup the manager pulls out, right? Because in the last game against Brighton, when he substituted Martinez, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, that's your prize asset. It's the player you spend over fifty million to. Why don't you remove Maguire? Why? I mean, why don't you remove Shaw and move Martinez to the left back? Why do you do that to your most expensive player? But then uh, again, hmm. today. He realized, again, manager make mistakes. He, he realized what he did wrong in that game tactically. He been short today and Maguire. Those were the guys he should have stopped in that game against Brentford. You know, as coaches, every decision we take or we make is a risk. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes, sometimes it, doesn't. it doesn't work. And we have to take, we have to take responsibility Yeah. when it doesn't work. Uh, when it works actually today he he used the f word on on sky he said they can play f in football after the game because he (laughs) he, he was impressed by by what he saw but again what we can tell now is the energy on that left side of of defense which you don't have with with maguire right so when you have martinez martinez can kill you even though he's a shorter guy Right, he's, he's a guy that is ready to go into battle with you. So I but, expect but, him to but, win that but, game. Yeah, it also depends on the way a team plays. Liverpool is not a team that will always go direct. That's a yeah. game to be, you know. You play that, you play that with Martinez. I think why he played, why he removed him because Ivan Tony is tall, huge, Da Silva. Brent, Brentford had very physical players, tall and strong and quick too. So can he cope? Maybe he cannot. That was why he removed him. You have to look at that too. Anyway, so you're not going to do any predictions for this coming weekend? 
Um, it's uh, it's tough, but I, but I'll say again, United to win. Chelsea, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we would do with our defense line, but Leicester, they're not in the right place right now. So hopefully we'll pick up the three point. Brighton lead is a game I'm I'm looking forward to. So um, what's your prediction on that? I think there'll be goals. There will be goals in that game. I'm I'm not sure how many, but it, 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 it's the kind of game you want to predict four goals for. I'm I'm not just sure. Which Liverpool, team will have? Bournemouth. Liverpool. Liverpool will be That's not a prediction. They haven't Man had City. a win this season. Yeah. Man City, Palace. Zaha is in great form right now. And if he can I, yeah. do the exact same team, Maximum D to Manchester City, maybe they can sneak a point. That's guy. We should have bought that guy sometime. Arsenal Fulham, that's another topic for another day. Hold your peace. Well, Arsenal this, Fulham. <laughs> this, this is the game to test the solidity of Arsenal defence because we know what Mitrovic will bring. So if they can keep their head in this game, then we, we, we might need to shift our, our, our opinion about Arsenal if they get you know three points in this game. I think they'll get three points in this game. Mm, I, I think they'll get three points in this game. It's a London derby. Uh, it's like, but they haven't played against a bullish team yet. Yeah, they have not. But we'll see. We'll see. Fulham has come different. You know, seen their first game against uh, Liverpool, right? Liverpool. Yeah. So they've, they've we'll been see. strong. They they, they yeah. haven't lost too. Yeah. Villa West Ham Sunday. I don't know what's going on with Stephen G. Um, I don't Welcome know. To the Premier League. This week, uh, he's got inks in the starting lineup. The following week is Buendia. I don't know what's wrong with him. He kept rotating. And what a bad luck. They signed Carlos so they can put Minx on the bench. And Carlos ruptures, I think, his ankle or Neil, and he's going to be half for a long time. Yeah. So it's 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 bad for them. Their defense remain concert and, and, and Minx. And you know, Minx they, is, is full Inks. of errors. No, Minx in, in, in defense. Minx. Oh, yeah, Minx. Minx in defense, Inks in attack. Yeah. So oh, and yeah, Minks is Inks yeah, it's it's full of errors. and Inks. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Uh, Wolves Newcastle will be an interesting game too. Who do you go for? Wolves. To be honest, they are now very solid, but Nunez and their midfield, which I think is another player we should have we should have signed. To be honest, uh, Bisuma and Nunez, you know, Neves, those are the kind of guy we should be going for. He is, uh, I think, he plays his first game. Hopefully, maybe he settle wells. Um, but it, they are a tough game to, to predict. They are just difficult. Okay. Newcastle is good. Newcastle yeah. is they're flying. They are, they are life. Yeah. They are life. Nottingham Forest Sports. The team with almost 24 players on. I, 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 I hope they will be sports. I wouldn't like supposed to continue because again we talk about the mentality of the team. If Spurs keeps getting, you know, they don't play beautiful football because our country does, mm -hmm. but but they they always manage to get a point. If they manage to get a point now, the belief will start growing among the players. So I hope Forest can do some damage to their to their confidence. That's just just my hope. Yeah. Anyway, well, an hour 23 minutes of talking football. Well, wow. Fine. I, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, 
we really uh, thank you very much, Vic, for, for sharing and bringing your arguments to the table. It's always fun. I never disagree with you, Coach. <laughs> I just want a new midfielder. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to have you again on the show, brother, and I'm um, looking forward to the next one already. And, um, yes, sir. And, um, yeah, guys, that's all we have for now. Thank you very much. And remember, subscribe and hit the like button. Please, we beg you, okay? If you need me to get you some chocolate to do that, uh, just uh, give me an address and I'll send them over. But hit the subscribe button and the like buttons. We will appreciate you for that and uh, to support our good work from here. From all of us here in the studio, Global Premier Football, we want to say thank you again for tuning in. Thanks, Vic. I know it's... Uh, your kids might be back right now. Thanks because they have not shown up on the camera. So that's okay. Even if they came by, you know, it's all fun. That's why we love football, isn't it? It's family stuff. Anyway, thank you very much, everyone. We, we say thank you again and uh, enjoy the rest of your day, whether it's night, morning, afternoon, wherever you are listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good day. <laughs>